dwell together in unity. Automatic oil, it is like oil. So there is, a, there is a oil that comes, becomes what proper, properly. <laughs> properly, right? There is, a, there is a, a, an oil that comes because we are properly formed. Now, a lot of us have enjoyed the oil from a man of God, which is also legit. But it's time to enjoy the oil of accurate formation. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head. Running down on the beard. The beard of Aaron. You are in the right church. Your pastor has a beard. Amen. I need to put more oil on this, you know. It's like oil. If we, if we get our formations right, we'll be fine. I'm, I know what I'm talking about. I made a statement earlier today and I said that one of the manifestations of pride is to, grow, is to go through a crisis without telling your covenant relationships about it. Yeah, it's pride. To go through a crisis alone. It's pride. When you're in a crisis, when you're in trouble, it is pride not to share it with your covenant relationships. Because sometimes you need your hand to scratch your head, even though the brain is contained in the head. And you need the hand. If the head is scratching, you need your hand. If you despise your hand, By the time the scratch gets too much, you can hit your head on the wall. The point is, not all answers will come from the third heaven. A lot of the answers will come from your friend. From your friend. We are powerful together. I know what I'm talking about. I said we are powerful together. We are so powerful together. We are so powerful united. When we are together, the world cannot attack us. Praise God. The access the world has in our midst is the division in our midst. If we are not divided, the world cannot enter. And that's why Paul never expected. Are you with me, friends? He never had an expectation that, and he was shocked when the church at a time began to go to the judges of the earth. They decided to go to court. Now, look at the level of, look at the level of, of governance in the church in those days. That it was a big deal. That men took themselves to court. You know, one of the inspiration, I'll come back to this thought, give me that scripture. One of the inspiration God is giving me now that is bringing a lot of revolution in my life as a leader and as anything. 
Whether I would be a businessman in the future, I don't know. But one of the thoughts for, so for a week now, almost every day, the Holy Spirit brings this thought to me. He says, ministering, ministering, like seven, ministering. He says, all ministering, all ministering, and all ministry is local. God has put that thought in my spirit. It's bringing a revolution in my life. And God is telling me, Zach, everything you should do should be local. The point he was trying to make is, it has to be indigenous and it has to be genuine. Yeah. It says, look for the natural ability, capacity I've put in you. The ingenuity I've put in you. Your peculiarity. It says express from that place. It says don't borrow pattern from places that are strange. Places that are... Let me explain this to you. Do you know, aside from the fact that you change your face and make it look holy, many times when you are reading an old hymn, it doesn't make sense to you. Some of the hymns don't make sense to you. Because there are some use of words... That, that you can relate with. Sometimes they are talking about the weather and talking about an autumn love. And I wonder what is the autumn love or the, the, his love is like the winter snow. And you're like, how can his, <laughs> he, his presence makes me feel like a spring in a new daylight. Which kind of spring? You see, now the people who wrote that in, they wrote it in the context of their local experience. And so the impact is huge. Now, when you bring it here, you can't understand it. Now, if you try to create with their ingenuity, you'll be stupid. So many times we we want to create using other people's context. And God told me all ministering has to be local. And it's changing my life. Ah, you will see the fruit is changing my life. It's, It's big in my spirit. And God says, appreciate your ingenuity appreciate your your local content appreciate what i put inside you because what i put inside you the people around you can understand it are you with me are you with me you see when you are in nigeria don't 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 stress or struggle to 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 get acceptability from the white man and don't think by doing your things the way the white man does it will make the white man accept you is a lie. The white man must see what he does not have. And you must perfect what the white man does not have. So, so the point is not to copy the white man. The point is to perfect what you have. And so you can use their technology, you can use their whatever, but make sure what you are export, exporting is what God gave you. You can't export to the white man what, what the white man has. All ministering for me is local. You know what that means? It means that my harvest is local. Yeah. So, 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 global and international harvest must be addition. I should focus on local harvest. What's my local harvest? Those boys on the street. The people, the people in my environment. 
Now, it is the fruit of that success that will now go global. It's because some of us were intimidated by things. We think whenever something doesn't look like you, you think it's better than you. Yeah, we, 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 we really appreciate what doesn't look like us. And, and, and it's sometimes why we don't honor things that look like us. You get my point now? And that's why we must create a culture that appreciates the things that look like you, the things that are close to you. All ministering is local. I won't have to. I would have to talk like a white man to be a global preacher. What will get the white men is not you know. Until they, I want to talk about taking over territories. You know, listen. The more you think you are sound like a white man, to the white man you are sound like a fool. Yeah. I told you this before. So, so, so find out what God has put in you. This is just bonus. Find out what God has put in you and use all the skill sets you can use to express that. And this, this thing I said was a continuation of a particular conversation the Lord started having with me and told me that there is harvest everywhere. And what he used to explain to me is that, you see, sometimes when you see the way people praise their own harvest and hype their own harvest... You, 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 you want to assume that harvest comes only in their order. O-R-D-E-R. There are different orders of harvest. Practically speaking, there's mango fruit. Mango fruit sometimes might be so beautiful and you have an assumption that mango fruit is the only fruit. But the way there's mango fruit, there's orange. And so when you meet mango fruit hyping himself, Orange should not try and look like mango. If orange can go through the seed process, the growing process, orange too will produce a harvest and it will be orange. And there is no harvest superior to the other harvest. Are you getting my point now? So there is your, so you need to find the peculiarity of your order. Are you with me? Am I making sense here now? Look at churches for example. There is no church that has the peculiarity of harvest. That, no, that has the monopoly of harvest. What they have is peculiarity of harvest. Are you with me? I'm, harvest at different levels. If you, if, you, if you talk in numbers, all several ministries have numbers. Are you together with me? Huh? If you talk about wealth, several ministries have billionaires. Huh? They are billionaires. If 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 if, if this star says it's only has a star that produces billionaire, that you have to be business savvy for you to. It's not true, because the guys in CAC on the mountain have billionaires. Yes. You get the point. And the MFM people, listen, there are billionaires yes. in in those places. Yes. Billionaires. <laughs> if deeper life, forget that they are looking like they don't like money. There's money there. Deeper life will want to build and, and, and get Julius Beggar. Any building, they get Julius Beggar. 
And you are wondering, how come? I thought this is holiness we are focusing on. Yes, it is truly holiness, but there's harvest in holiness. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. And, and so, don't be intimidated by another man's harvest. What you need to do is to prune your peculiar harvest. Are we together now? And that's why you don't have to be like anybody. You don't have to be like anybody. You have to find yourself and, and sharpen it. Can we continue the conversation? Dear any of you having a matter against... Okay, before I come here, so I was talking about how we are one. The head will need a hand to scratch it. Are you with me? And you know many of the things that your hand is doing, hope you know that it is the brain that makes it, you know, sometimes you think it's these eyes that I see. I'm telling you, it's the brain passing message to your eye and telling it now you can see. Your two eyes can be opened and you are blind. They can tamper with your seeing from your head. You will just find out. Blindness is not until your eyes close. Your eyes can be opened, you are still blind. Because there are, are stuff that manage it, that send information to your eyes and tell your eyes to see. And so don't think the eye is only like this. Your eye can be open. Have you seen people whose eyes were open and they are dead? Not even blind, dead. Yeah, they are dead before open their eye. And the guy is just gone. <laughs> Strange. The body is a mystery, and that's how the church is. And that's why God will always use the physical body to describe the church. Let's read that body, um, that um, how we remember one another again. Let's just enjoy it. So that you can appreciate your brother and be excited about his, his success and his greatness and how much of Christ is becoming. Are you with me? Glory be to God. When we read that, we'll come here and maybe we'll still be able to look at Esther. Uh, uh, at Vashti. Hopefully. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members, so the body is one but has what? Many members. But one body. So that's why I was saying that whatever good is happening to this man is happening to me. Because this man is part of the body. He's just a member. So his success must be mine. Friends, look at somebody right now and tell the person, your success is mine. You can sit down. No, no, tell someone, tell them, your success is mine. And tell the person, I'm excited about your success. Now, can I tell you something else? If we, are, if we truly understand this, then you would also know that your pain is mine. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Get serious. We don't have all the time. We're, we're really, you know, doing business with time. 
Pastor Deji, for example, I had to, I don't tell him my problems. Because I was telling someone, I said, I don't tell the guy my problems because I'm tired of him. I remember one day I was telling one of my, and I was telling him with guys, I said, oh God, now we're going to help with this, so I want me you know. And the guy was crying on the pod. I said, I said, that's why I know they like you, they follow you talk. <laughs> because my pain, because the, the way I respond to pain is strange. I have a strange way of responding to pain. That would be a topic for another day. I have a strange way of relating with pain. Very strange. I hate pain. So I don't, I don't respect pain. So I don't go through pain. It might be good, it might be bad, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still working on it. But I don't go through pain. I die towards pain. But you see, he, he was, he's always able to share my pain. Because not only is my success his, my pain is his. You see, if we understand this, we'll understand how foolish it is to criticize ourselves. Like you are just being stupid. Are we together here? Yeah, you are just being stupid. That when you see somebody who is missing it, you need to know that you are missing it. And that should lead you to prayers. And th- and this is how we can know those who are not part of the body. The impostors. Is it impostor they call them? I've been poster. When you see people stresslessly criticizing the church publicly, they are not one of us. Because we know the amount of things going on in our biological families that stays in the home. It stays in the home, right? Why does it stay in the home? Because it's family. How come church home goes on Facebook? Because you're not part of us. It's not care or concern. If it's care and concern, we would, we, would, we would weep at home, all of us. You know how well families weep together after uh, crying, they will clean their face and say, oh, it's too <laughs> and the way I should be and go out to the next party and, and nobody knows. Why? Because it's family. And sometimes the pain is coming from only one person. And the whole family carries it. It can be the last born who will not have sense. Or the first born. Who we are always going to the, to, to the police station to bail. Yeah. And there's, and, and there's somebody like that in this house. In this church now, as I'm talking. You are the problem of your home. Yeah. And I call, I call, you didn't give your life to Christ. <laughs> and you think it's guy. You are the problem of your home. If your family cannot talk to you, God will talk to you. Amen. Don't let God talk to you. Don't say amen for that person. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. Don't let God talk to you. And one of the ways you are perpetuating this evil is that you are saying two things. They don't understand me and they are the ones that is making me go through all the pain evil me I'm going through. See, 
Don't let God give you feedback. As you are leaving this place today, go apologize because you have allowed blood pressures to rise. Go to your house and apologize. So that's who we are. We are a family. I know it might be some work to get us thinking like this, but at least let's, let's get at it. So you think as one who is sent, right? And when you see somebody up there, you see him as one who is representing you. Now, when we look at the book of Esther, there was a situation and a beautiful scenario in Esther. Praise God. Now, there was a scripture I told you to, to give to me. Give me that scripture. Is understanding coming in? Yes, sir. Are there any of you having a matter against another? Go to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints. Glintz, can you see how amazing the church is? Our abilities, our strength. That we have enough strength as God has ordained it to bring justice. Are we together here? We have it. We have the capacity to bring justice, to bring righteousness. Now, now, now if, if Paul is talking about not taking a case to the unrighteous law, it means that Paul has agreed that in churches there will be cases. Yes. And there will be a feeling of injustice and sometimes genuine. So it means that there is, you need to understand and stop being immature and stop thinking that the church is a perfect place. There's nothing, if it was perfect, you wouldn't be there. That even if the church was perfect, for the fact that you are there, it has become imperfect. Because if I asked any perfect person to raise his or her hand here, nobody will raise his hand. Because you are not perfect. So if all of us was perfect, so far you are part of the church, you are even the problem. Are you together with me now? So stop thinking, there is no big deal. There is no big matter. Are you with me here? There is no what? There is no big matter that we have to take to the unrighteous law. This is a kingdom. And I know that some of these things I'm saying are tough to some of you. Yes, you see, and I appreciate that. But we can't leave the scripture and engage at the level of your pain. Your pain cannot be the law. We trust God for healing for you so that we can be back here. Because if all of us begin to do theology at the levels of our pain... What we have is now a mess. If your pain becomes what leads, if your pain becomes, you know, pain can lead us. Scripture 
will lead us and pain and scripture will heal pain. Are we together, friends? So there is room for need for justice, even in the church. In our midst, because we're a bunch of imperfect people. Members will hurt members. Huh? Members will hurt pastors. Pastors will hurt members. And it's not, yay, you are just being him at all. Are we together here? All ministering is local. Huh? And even at this level, it has to be local. What happens many times is that the church many times embraces the justice system of the world. And many times we want to even submit ourselves to the justice system of the world. But ministering has to be local. We have our own justice system. And I'm going to do something. Remind me. After preaching today, I'm going to give two people to ask questions. Two people. So write down your question. Because you are too angry that I need you to express yourself. So that you won't be expressing yourself on the road. I say, Why will pastor say that now? <laughs> I don't want people to wonder that. I say, are you okay? <laughs> so, instead of uh, practicing on the road, you ask your question here. Let's read. Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? It means that our perspective is correct. You get the point? The world the saints will judge the world doesn't mean that the world will gather before us. This is not consistent with scripture. The saints will not get the world in the last day. I will be saying, what? No. It's talking about our, we will judge the world in the sense that we there is more accuracy with us. Eventually, we will find out that we were correct, we were right. Are you with me? So the God way eventually is the right way. Scriptural way eventually is what? Is the right way. Are we together here? We told them marriage is between man and woman, right? They say it's a lie. They say man can like man. Listen, eventually, before Jesus come, they will find out that we were right. They were wrong. Are you with me? They'll find out eventually. You know, we spoke about how um, um, casual sex is wrong, right? They say it's a lie. That they are right. But now they are finding out that there's really nothing called casual sex. Are we together here? Friends, are you with me? So we will judge the world. And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge smallest matters? Do you not know that we shall judge angels how much more things that pertain to what? To this life. Praise God. And that's why you must begin to practice the principle of truth. Even amongst friends. Don't, don't analyze matters on the basis of sentiment. You should be able to look at your friend who you are closest to. Are you with me? And tell him to do the right thing. With a friend who you are not as close to. You don't because, because this one is my closest friend. I will support him even when he's wrong. No. So you begin to practice justice. That when you hear a matter. That, that you think you have to intervene. You are waiting to hear. 
from the other person. And these are some of the things, maybe next year, I don't know, if God gives us time, we'll begin to look at the justice system in scripture and find out how to engage and be just and all of that. Are we together, friends? So, there is enough wisdom in our midst. Are you with me? What did I say? There is enough wisdom in our midst. Several times I've told you about how Paul told Timothy and said that the older women ought to teach the younger women. Are you together with me? Older women. So in a local assembly like this, the old, the, the younger women should be able to visit the older ones and say, ah, mommy, I want to see you. How can I do this? I say, me and my husband were having this issue. How can I say, do it like this, do it like, do it like this. And you go home and you get it done. It's not that you go to social media to find out. and say, ah, ah, I will not take you. You get my point? Many believers are governed by principles in, by demons, devils. And the Bible told us that women have an example in Sarah. But for some of you, Sarah is old school. But you need to understand that, that you, the life you have is not irrelevant with time. Time doesn't make it irrelevant. So, Sarah is relevant in those times and Sarah is irrelevant now because the wisdom of God cuts through centuries, ages, and all of that. So, you can reach Sarah and have sense now and in 20,000 years later. Are you with me, friends? All ministering is local. And this is our own local context. The scripture is our locality. Did they change the... Like, am I, did my church members go somewhere else? Are these... Uh, uh, it's as if I'm preaching to Isaiah. Am I a guest? <laughs> I'm not feeling like I'm preaching outside. <laughs> or I'm missing it today. <laughs> we should replay last week's message. Like, that one is sweet. <laughs> Because I can't understand. Have I said strange things? Have I did I say Jesus is a prophet? That is no that is no more the son of God. I can't. The anger is too much. I feel I run away after the service, like as I say when I go brush me, you know. All right, let's go to the sweet part of the message. Give me a star. Let's leave here. I got a word for you. I got a word for you. <laughs> Let's go to Esther so that like, the service can head well. <laughs> now, Ahasuerus was having a party. I've left that one. A new matter. <laughs> Ahasuerus was having a party. And it, was, it was going to be a party for many days. Now, we're still talking about the bodies. Just don't, don't mind me. I'm not... I'm con- this is how I planned it. I'm just joking. Don't think I ran away from my message. I'm not that irresponsible. <laughs> I'm still talking about the body. And I just want to draw a prophetic picture for us. And we'll pick it up next week. By the grace of God. It came to pass in the days of Ahasuerus who reigned over. Alright. Give me to when he was, he was hosting a party. And then he was really, because he was, he was reigning over a lot of provinces. He was like the boss. Are you with me? It was a great country, a great, a great civilization was, you know, he was leading. 
And then he was having a party, and then the party got to a point where he was showing his many stuff. Showing several stuff. Alright. Let me read from Yeah. Let's start from five. Let's start from five. And when these days were completed, the king made a feast lasting seven days. That seven days party. For all people who were present in Shushan, the citadel from great to small, in the court of the garden of the king's palace. There were white and blue linen curtains, fasting with cords of fine linen, and purple on silver rods and marble pillars. The couches were of gold and silver on the mosaic pavement of alabaster. Turquoise and white and black marble. They served drinks in golden vessels. Each vessel being different from the other. (laughs) With royal wine in abundance according to the generosity of the king. In accordance with the law, the drinking was not compulsory. For so the king had ordered all the officers of his household that they should do according to each man's pleasure. This party. Not all these ones that you are doing. This party. Alright, are we together? Now, Queen Vashti also made a feast for the women in the royal palace which belonged to King Ahasuerus. Queen Vashti also made a what? Made a feast for the women. So, as the king was doing generally, the queen too was doing her own stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because she's queen. She also has stuff that was derived from, you know, being associated with the king. On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Mehuman, Bista, Habona, Bikta. That's how you know when you're a man of God. You'll be able to pronounce <laughs> this name. You pronounce the name, it will look like you are speaking Greek. Abakta, Zita, and Kakas. <laughs> Don't just read anyhow. You read. You read it in a way where people will be inspired. Seven eunuchs who served in the presence of King Ahasuerus to bring Queen Vashti. That's the seventh day. The party was for seven days. And the last thing that the king wanted to show. You see, the people were already messed up. They are seen stuff. They are seen food, seen wine, seen gold, seen marble, seen linen, seen everything. Then on the seventh day, the king now said, when I never see anything, my babe go come. That was the, the peak of what he wanted to show. Mm. Until the world sees the church, God is not going to stop. He made the sun, he made the moon, he made the stars. We have seen universes amazing us. But the last thing God wants to show is the church. The last thing God wants to show is you. And God is going to allow you to host your own feast. God is saying, you see, I'm so blessed that 
I like use spending my money. Spend my grace. Blossom in your career. Blossom in your fields. Prosper. Do anything you want to do. Sing the, release the greatest records. Draw the greatest paintings. Make the best of cakes. Do whatever you want to do. You are free to do it. He doesn't have a problem with you. But never forget that eventually you are his project. Eventually. And don't be lost in the things that you are doing. And when I say don't be lost, I'm not trying to give you balance. Because some of you, all you are thinking of is, I don't want to be lost, I don't want to be lost. And you are not feasting. You are better be feasting. You are better call your own feast. And don't feel guilty in flowing in divine blessing. In fact, it is part of his revealing. As he's hosting his own, host your own. Are you with me? Do stuff. Do stuff for God. Are you with me? Do stuff. Tell somebody, do stuff. Do stuff. stuff. Let me say this to you once and for all so that it won't be as if um, I'm not clear. Any preaching that renders you useless is not from God. No matter how spiritual it sounds, any preaching that makes you feel like good is a sin is not from God. Any preaching that that doesn't inspire your beauty is not from God. Any preaching that won't make you manifest the creativity of God is not for God. You see, any preaching that doesn't introduce God in the mundane is not from God. God must be made manifest in your mundane, in natural things. God doesn't, doesn't, doesn't divorce himself. The Bible says in that day, two will be grinding, one will be taken. So that one has capacity to be taken, but he was not commanded not to grind. Are you, are you together with me? Even though he's different from the other, but he's allowed to grind. So even though you are different from other filmmakers, you will still make great movies. Am I, pre- am I, is this GCC? What, what, am I not dressing well? What's happening? I don't understand. <laughs> I tell you the truth. Today, me, I'm not feeling you at all. <laughs> I tell you the truth. <laughs> are you with me, friends? Yes, so it's okay. And see, many of those things that are in your heart is God that put it there. Listen, you can't be here doing... If, you see, if God wants praise and worship, he will kill you and take you upstairs. That place, two for seven, praise and worship. Are you together with me? <laughs> you can as well come up. He's not put you here to do nothing. It's put you here to express life. I said express life. Express life. Pastor Digi made a statement. He said any teaching that that is only real during teaching is not true. He said any teaching that doesn't can be proven naturally is not true. That the only teaching that is only workable when we are teaching it. Immediately we are not teaching. We can't use it. We go back to teaching. It's the next Wednesday. No, 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 no. The word was made flesh. That's the character of the word. It has capacity to be made flesh. And yet it's the word. Ah. That it's not afraid to be mundane. 
he won't, he won't lose his wordness because it has been brought to a mundane context. That in a mundane context, it is still word. Are you together with me? The word can be husband. The word can be made wife. The word can be a teenager. The word can be a businessman. The word can be a shoemaker. The word can be a teacher. The word can be a politician. And it's still the word. It is still the word. It still has the same efficacy. The same strength. In whatever state you place it. Are you with me? Word on cross. Still word. Word in resurrection. Still word. Word on earth. Still word. Listen. Word as a 12 year old boy. Still word. The Bible says. And he submitted himself to his parent. Because that's what a 12 year old word boy should do. And when he became an adult. When he could tell them. These are my brothers. These are my sisters. Mom, I forget. I know if they write me again. It's still word. When he was the mature boy, he told them, don't call me to come and watch me. What's that? It's still word. But when he was 12 years old, he submitted. It's still word. But you, you are 38 year old boy. I say, mommy said. You have a meeting with your wife. You say, my mommy said. Ah. You are having a meeting with your wife, your wife in your own with your children. So, so last week, my mommy, mommy. You should be prosecuted. I think those are the boys that annoy me the most in this life. I don't like them. Mommy said boys. I'm not their friend. From 16 years old, mommy should be knowing that. A man is being born. Yeah, from 16 or 12. They should be having glitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> glitches, signs from 12. Yeah. Are you with me? The word can be made flesh. In fact, the word should be made flesh. Should be made flesh. So we, we reveal an accurate dimension of flesh. That's the reason why the word should be made flesh. Because if the word is not made flesh, flesh cannot see it. For, for, for the world to see Jesus, to see God, it had to be made flesh. So it is the conversion that makes the world engage it. That's why some of you must go to some places. Some of you, you are inspired to be an academician because people, academicians must see how Jesus academician is. It has to be made flesh. It has to be made flesh. And, that, that, and that's the command. It says, go ye into the world. The go ye into the world will not always be by mission field. It's going to be by an order. There's a, there, are, there are spheres of the world that he will tell you to go into it. In, in. And sometimes he sends you by giving you a skill. So that's how you go into the world. It's not that a mission board sent you on mission. You go into the world as a musician. So you go join the musicians. And so the world has gone into the world has now become a musician. Yeah. Sometimes he puts a desire for
for technology inside you. And so you are, you are into that wall. The world has entered. It's not every time they put oil on you. Sometimes they put skill in you. Yeah. You get my point? So that you can understand that there is nothing mundane with you. No, not with you. Not with you. Nothing is mundane. Nothing is ordinary. Everything is a dimension. What we carry is dimension. It's not ordinary. And so when you notice something is easy for you, it's because there is grace in it. And because it is in your place, it is in that place you will manifest Christ. The Bible talks about how the earth waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. That's why God puts us in those places so that we can manifest before their eyes. The manifestations, the greatest manifestations of the last days are not going to happen in church. They are going to happen at your places of engagement. Yeah. And some of you are already seeing it happen. Praise God. The first time we met you was your music. Was your music we heard? We didn't know you. Was your music we heard? We heard your music and then could they, I don't know how you guys connect. It was your music. Your, your music then created how helped you enter into a sphere, into a space. Even this community was your music that brought you in. You get my point now? So it was music we heard. It was that skill. But there was oil on it. And then that now formed brotherhood. And now you have brothers, you have people, you have family. But the, the link, how you entered here, is not a vision, it's a skill. So, so anytime you, your skill is moving you, know that you're on mission field. It's evangelism. Don't, don't think you just got a good job. No, no, no. Beyond job, you have been set to a field. And don't wait till they put oil on you and say, who are we sending next to Afghanistan? We just sent you to Lagos Island. I sent you to GRA. I sent you in a space. And who I will never be able to engage. You can engage. Listen, there is a harvest opened up to you because you engage at skill level. When I go, they shut. When you come, they open up. Because you talk about land, software, language, they also are talking. And through that way, you pass another spirit. And one day, they notice your joy, your peace, and your calm. And they want to find out, where did he, who is this man? And you say, uh, I'm really not like you. There is a spirit in man. Are you with me, friends? Nothing is mundane with us, if you put five, if you put five stones in our hands, you people think it's only for killing bed. But if it's the hands of David, it will take out the enemy of God. Are you with me? And so everybody was using catapult as children, as teenagers, playing with catapult. David too can do it, but there's oil in David's life. His catapult can take down Goliath. Other people's catapult cannot do that. But David's catapult can do that. Are you together with me? You think it's just the jawbone of an ass. But when you give it to Samson, are you together with me? It is something else 
there is nothing mundane in our hands. Nothing mundane in our hands. Nothing. Nothing mundane. We do ministry with everything. Ministry is a local game. Local game. Local game. It's local. It is with what I have. I will bring the harvest to Jesus. I'm going to just use what I have. What I have. I said to you, ministry is a local game. All ministry is local. The Lord will bless your spirit. This word will turn to fire. I can't go into the message. There's no time. Let me end it so I don't frustrate. He will bless your spirit. I will inspire you. I will make you strong. You will rise as a warrior. And you are going to bring home harvest. Amen.